3: And of course, by are you ready to go? I mean, not explode into anger and rage. Then, are you ready to go? I don't know. We'll
2: <laughs> find out. We'll okay. find out
3: soon enough. We'll find out on show on Slow Robot to Go Go Show 169.
2: I think I'm gonna get a lot of angrier on the other show that we do. Okay, that's cool. Than this one. Yeah,
3: because this one's just a movie review. The other one's just free form, so we can yeah curse and so hate you can vent. And yeah vent. I think it's just therapy, really. It Bunch is therapy. Bunch of Darks is just a therapy show where I just where yeah. we just rage on.
2: And we uh, hold back, too, because yeah. I have held back a lot on that. Oh, well, you too.
3: have to. And sadly, you know, and I learned that lesson early on in podcasting, this is like 10 years ago, where I was just totally no filter, and it came back to bite me, you know, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, there is responsibility. You have to, can't go full on rage, you know, eh, but that's the way life
2: is. Rage against the machine. Hey,
3: but that's not what we're here for. We're here for movie reviews.
2: Is that what we're here for?
3: Sure are.
2: All right. Uh, d- d- and, Let's uh, do it. My then. name's
3: Mal. With me as always, Dr. Morbius, from Parts Unknown, and this is Slow Robot A Go-Go. If you're finding us on Stitcher or iTunes, please rate and review the show. It'll take you a second to help us out immensely. And uh, other things go to places. I don't know, bunchofdorks.com. What else? Destination Nightmare. Else Destination
2: Nightmare. comic book Two, podcast. The yeah. Be Hot Rodder. Creature Feature on YouTube. Yeah, new
3: show up on Creature Feature. The
2: yeah, Na- that's right. Nightmare, Nightmare Castle. Castle.
3: And when I was out searching for the poster for this week's show for our for the, this week's upload, I realized how you found it. You had a double feet There's a double feature of. uh... Oh
2: yeah. You can't
3: find them. They're, they're always together. It seems.
2: I I actually own the 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 movie poster the m- of Nightmare Castle. Oh I bought really? I got it when po- movie posters were cheap. Yeah. <laughs>
3: way back when. Yeah,
2: way back when. Way
3: back that was back when hot rods were cheap too. Yeah, so that, like, yeah, yeah. I'm waiting it. for the bubble. You know? Oh, that's yeah. a, that's, a, that's a, that was this week's topic. Uh. On this, uh, the the want hot rodder is a, is a blog I do because I yeah, am a, yeah. I am a Wannabe hot rodder and
2: yeah you went you went all like one percenter on it or something didn't you like you know I, I read I read something you did on Wannabe hot rodder and you were all like oh those evil one percenter's making the hot rods go up in value isn't that was oh that? yeah 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 no
3: well, well I was talking about the
2: oh you got all class warfare oh yeah
3: that. well hey you got it man no it it was the, talking about like the auctions that they put up. You know, where they take, like, some rich dude's, like, massive collection of cars. And then they go, oh, we're going to... He decides that he he flippantly says, well, I'm going to sell every hot rod I own, and now I'm going to be a plane guy, or now I'm going to just buy up Kansas, or whatever he's going to do, because he's incredibly rich. And they would make it, like, a, a massive event. And it pushes the prices up, it pushes the price up, and it's not real. Like, on these shows, they're showing Mustangs and... Camaros from the 60s and 70s and they're getting like $170,000. Of
2: course it's not. That's really
3: insanity. That's it's not a show. It's, it's a TV not,
2: show. <laughs> it's,
3: that's so far from reality. I watch it's it a TV and I'm show. like what
2: that, th- that's the whole thing. <laughs> you watch oh TV. It's like my mom watches TV all the time and she gets all bent out of shape and I go look, it's television. They have to dramatize it yeah. for you. They have to m- make it worse so you watch it cuz if they make it like av- normal or just yeah. say like it's bad, but you know, that's the news or we're going to something else. Then you're just going to go, like, eh.
3: Yeah. Things are the same as always. Yeah. yeah. No, so, like, <laughs> yeah. but then every, so they show a Mustang, and it, and it gets a high price because it was the prototype that, you know, Henry Ford got out of his grave for and touched the hood of.
1: Yeah. And then they're like, oh, that's
3: a million and a half. So every every idiot that has a Mustang for sale, like the flippers, because that's a whole other thing that I've seen enough of, they're like, oh, well, I have one of those it must be worth $200,000 and you're like no it's not at all yeah.
2: anyway we'll leave that for the next one yeah. the Show we can vent on that alright the-
3: yeah so if you're interested in hot rods or just the musings of an insane person that's me then go there uh, other than that nothing What'd you watch this week, man? Cause nothing. I didn't watch
2: nothing. Nothing, well, nil, zilch, Isn't that, That's so sad. No, it's not. I mean, we I devote more of my time to our movies. Alex, I I try to devote <laughs> oh, more don't. of my time to <laughs> our movies.
3: That's a nice theory, but I don't I don't I'm, I don't know. we will see. The um, one thing I was watching the this morning I was watching the Robot Chicken. It was like an old one from that they did a Christmas special. And the whole the whole credit sequence was done up, and it's done very well. That's a very well put together show, as crude as it looks. It's it's very evolved as far as camera angles and some like of that. But the 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 front part of it, the credits were done in a Santa Claus theme like 007, mm. and it got me to thinking like, what were some of the best credit sequences? Cause that 007 to me, by and large, not every one of them, but for the most part, they are really neat, interactive like cool credit sequences to, be, to start the movie off. Does anything jump out of your head like being that you, way? Like, yeah,
2: you should have given me a heads up.
3: I don't I know. No, I, I mean, and this was just, I just saw it just five minutes ago. That's what made it pop into my head. It wasn't like one of those things where it was like a list. I just was curious because I couldn't, I, I thought of some like Spider-Man is kind of neat. Like the newer Spider-Man because they're that whooshy, you know, going through stuff. But I don't know.
2: Yeah, Spider-Man's kind of a whooshy.
3: Yeah, it is. Boy, I don't even know what the, what's going on with that series. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't kept up because I was like, I oh, don't know. Oh,
2: these comic books With book the movies. Mary Jane
3: and the crying and the, oh, I love him, but I don't know, and things. I'm like,
2: eh, I'm done here. We're done. These comic book movies, I tell you. <laughs>
3: yeah, right. Eh, what are you going to do?
2: On, on with the show.
3: All right. Well, nothing. So here's, a, here's some trailers, and then when we get back, we're going to jump right into our first our first uh, show.
2: We're going to track this Yeah We're going to be on
3: track to start our first show, our first movie. Yeesh.
2: That was
0: bad. The human torch was denied a bank loan It's just a farmhouse and looks pretty innocent from the road But once you're inside, you'll see what really happens on a terror farm Invasion of the blood farmers Coming in the dead of night Coming to plant the living And harvest the dead are you strong enough? More raw terror, more stomach-turning shock than you can take. Therefore, we warn you, don't eat before you see invasion of the blood farmers, and you'll have nothing to lose. They plant the living and harvest the dead. Invasion of the Blood Farmers, released by NMD Films, in color, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. The two most terrific names in scream evil, together in one shock show. Horror of Frankenstein and Scars of Dracula. Your ticket entitles you to be frightened out of your wits at no extra charge. Horror of Frankenstein and Scars of Dracula. In color, rated R
3: breaker breaker do it do it breaker hey good buddy i just saw a far off flick called breaker breaker it's about this old boy chuck norris
2: he's a trucker in a mess of trouble with the smokies we're gonna kick your butt all the way back to highway 99
0: (laughs) don't mess around with an 18-wheel trucker he's got a cb radio and a hundred friends who just might get mad
1: what you say boys it's time we waste this town breaker
0: breaker rated pg
3: this place is an untapped resource. I mean, check it out. These vocal jazz girls are hot. All right. Where's yes. The, where's
2: our first movie? What, what, what did we watch this okay, week? Okay, our first movie has an interesting history to it. It's okay. called Track of the Vampire. Uh-huh. It's it's pretty... You Would you say it's a pretty disjointed movie? It's kind of like hard I, to follow? I
3: stopped this, and I was like... The first scene... There's a metronome with an eyeball, and I paused, and I was like, "We did this stupid movie before." And I went and I scoured no, up and didn't. I scoured up and down the uh, my the the database, and I was like, "We didn't do this movie before. Why does this look exactly like other shit I've seen?" So, uh, no, no. What, it, it it was very
2: odd. It was well. Here's why. Okay, please tell me because I was like. Here's why. Hopefully, I'll get this story right, but it's convoluted. But get okay. it right enough. You know, I'm sure we're gonna it'll try be get it right, right enough. enough. <laughs> so, if if it's wrong, you know, so sue me or whatever. You know, whatever. <laughs> Good luck. <But> anyway um, anyway, <laughs> this started out as an a, a unproduced Yugoslavian movie that Roger Corman got involved with. He picked up a couple of actors, William Campbell, the guy who plays the vampire or whatever, the mad artist in this movie, <laughs> and Patrick McGee, who were also in another movie called Dementia 13. That was made in I think Ireland around this time. That's Corman was in Europe doing stuff. Wait, so Dementia 13. That that's was, one we'll do one day. That was like
3: a, r- a real movie though, right?
2: It was a Corman movie, but it was directed by Coppola.
3: Okay, I mean all right, so it was a it was a B movie, but it was a
2: but it's got it's a couple of these actors, a the two right, you know, right. two actors from this movie at any rate he ha- he took he got his uh, American actors, put them in the movie. when the movie was done, he didn't want her, he didn't like it he didn't release it to the theater but he did edit it a bit and release it to television as a movie called Point of Terror and it's like a crime movie about it's got William Campbell in it I believe he's a painter in it or something right. so Corman like decided okay I'm going to take this movie I'm going to get one of my guys Jack Hill who's another director who did later on went to do he did Spider Baby and he did a lot of the women in prison movies and he said hey take this footage and see if you can do something with it and we'll get maybe we can get William Campbell to make some to do some more scenes So he goes, okay. So Jack Hill took the movie and he made it about a crazed artist who murders women Uh and makes them and puts them in as wax figures and stuff like that. And then it turned out he made that movie. And then Corman still didn't like it. (laughs) So then he got another director, I believe, Hmm. Stephanie Rothman. (laughs) That's pretty weird,
3: right? Yeah, he
2: he couldn't make up his mind. He got another director, Stephanie Rothman, and he had her redo the movie a bit. And she added the vampire footage. Now, for some reason, other money probably, they couldn't get William Campbell to Ooh. do the vampire. He
3: was probably like, enough already. Yeah, enough this, already. I've done this
2: three times. I'm not doing it again. So, <laughs> stick it. <laughs> so they got another actor to do the vampire thing. So it went from a crime movie to a mad arti- uh, killer artist to a, a, a vampire movie about an artist who turns into a vampire. And then, for some reason, Corman liked this one, and he released it as Bloodbath in the theaters... With Queen of Blood, which was right. a movie that we did,
3: that was, I have seen I saw Bloodbath every time I typed this out, and I was like, okay, this is one of those renamed ones, but I didn't do any research on these shows, uh, on these movies. I just watched them this week. I was like,
2: so okay. then, the Bloodbath, which played in the theaters, is only 70 minutes long. So when it was going to get sold to television, it was really too short of a movie. So then he, I think he got Stephanie Rothman again. To shoot, like, long, some other, like, boring scenes, like, you know, the girl, when the, the girl's dancing, dancing on the, the beach. On, oh, my God. That was added to it. And I think the, I think the scenes with Sandra Knight, who, who she's explaining the history of the tower and the, and the, uh-huh. the artist of the guy... That might have been probably added. The to The one where
3: they're sitting there looking into the window, and then that guy comes up, and she's like, "Oh, these paintings are so surreal, or whatever." Blah blah blah. And then he goes, "Oh, that, that probably was a scene that they added." The, in. The, the, you know, know. The, the
2: scene where the where the, the the beatnik guy goes to and talks to the girl in the patio. Yeah, yeah. I believe yeah. that might have been added. And and the scene where he chases her through the through into a pool that uh-huh. might have been added to. Because you can tell that the, the footage doesn't match. This was one of those movies when I when I.
3: Like, when I understood about it, like, oh, okay, like an artist, the, the vampire thing, it should have been better than it was. And what you're explaining, or how you're talking about the history of this makes sense, because I'll tell you what, this movie was just a... It, it, was, a, it was a horrible non-movie. It was a mess. Just... There was nothing together with it. It was just stupid crap that infuriated me, like... Okay, but but then, like, <laughs> the I, said, like said, you know. I
2: said, this movie had added footage to it, and oh. then it was released to television as track of the vampire okay so that's why right. this movie is so convoluted because it's got four different movies corman screwed this movie up big time oh, this he should have is... just left it as the mad artist or yeah. the killer artist movie no vampire but i guess i guess he figured he could like you know catch make in it on whatever you know but i'll tell you something about this movie i know it's a hot mess and i know you don't like it
3: no no i don't like it at all
2: but this movie <laughs> it's just has really cool scenes in it and that's what to me makes this movie memorable this movie has cool scenes in it and well this if, is
3: one you had this is your vhs this right? is my
2: vhs and 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 if you watch yeah. this movie like at two in the morning on a late show and you you know you're you're kind of half asleep and half awake or whatever this is a surreal movie in a lot of ways you mm-hmm. know if you're wide awake and like expecting something good it's going to, like, piss you off, but if, if this movie has an effect in the middle of the night that it's hard to explain unless you were there at the time. I guess.
3: Uh, this is one, and, and, and I, I like Corman's stuff. I, generally speaking, yeah. for, for whatever it's worth, I view him as, I like his stuff. I like his movies. I think he's an odd character, a funny guy, yeah. but the world of movies needs him. It does. We need him. We need, we need him bad. Because and, and that's great. So when I watch, we need those, him now. I go into like Corman's movies, kind of. This gone, is a
2: Corman double feature, by the I way. Know.
3: So yeah, it is. So I, when I go into watching those, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm prepared for Corman esque shenanigans, you know, and 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 whatever he throws at you. But this one was just nothing clicked to me, and I and I hate that artist. That that artist, the one that was presented in this movie, almost like they were making fun of artists. Yes, that's what I, they're doing. I, I, was, I mean, very deeply. That's but, what that
2: that was. Yeah. But yeah. like
3: beatniks and that style artist, I hate them. And every, they're made,
2: but they're making fun of every them.
3: fiber of my body hates those. But, but they showed them, and everyone's like, "Oh, but, get away!" But, but
2: they are making fun of them. That's know, the point of it. Higher. They're taking the piss out of the. Whatever, the conceptual And did artist. you see
3: the guy had the Dolly style yes. mustache? Ma-
2: uh, yeah, he's mustache big, big time taking the piss out of art, you know, whatever, in or whatever. So I, I kind of enjoyed that. Yeah. You know, and, and around this time, and he was making fun of the Beatniks too, because they, they, Corbin made fun of Beatniks with another movies like Bucket of Blood oh, and yeah, another yeah, one. Yeah. So they were always easy to make fun of and easy and to he goof was, on.
3: And he's very button up. Like he is very formal, so you can see why he does rail against those. Or for the director. For it, the cr- it could yeah. have been the
2: director. Yeah. No, 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 Corman just was the money guy. It could right. have been the director who picked who upon that just as a theme to, right. that he enjoyed.
3: This movie did have... One thing that they did quite a bit of, they sprung for an underwater camera. And by uh, God, God, you were yeah. going to see underwater f- footage, you know. Now, the beach one, don't mind that so much. That was a very attractive woman that was doing those.
2: That is Laurie Sanders from uh, Petticoat Junction. She yeah. played one of the Bobby Joes or Betty Joes or whatever yeah. in Petticoat she Junction. She swims
3: over the camera, and I'm pretty sure that they, uh, yeah. they, they made love during that second. Like the camera actually conceived her child or something? I don't know.
2: Uh, it was yeah. it was very close up. Th- this movie got one of the beatniks is Sid Haig, you know the uh-huh. who you'll know from a million B movies, you know? <laughs> Yeah. a uh, William Campbell, the mad artist, sortie was uh, Trelane in Star Trek. Uh, Who's Trelane? Trelane. He was in like one of the episodes, the famous episode of Star Trek. He was on a planet and he was like some goofball guy and like. A
3: collector or something.
2: Yeah, I think that was that was it. Yeah, he was on. He was his name was Trelane. He was in a fan. was uh, a famous episode of Star Trek. Wow. Lori Sanders was on a Petticoat Junction. Sandra Knight, who was the who was the sister that goes to that that is in a trench coat in that one weird scene or whatever. That was uh, <laughs> Mrs. Jack Nicholson. The first Mrs. Jack Nicholson who was in a.
3: How many times has Stephen been married? I wonder.
2: I don't know, but that was the first time. Yeah. Uh. And then uh, Patrick McGee, the the guy who's hardly in the movie but was in the other movie, he was like a famous British actor who's always playing bad guys. There's a lot of cool people in this movie. There's a lot, yeah. know some others, some others who I'm forgetting at this time, but uh, this movie. Is disjointed, but it has cool scenes in it. So it's kind of annoying, but to me, anyway. So, it's what, interesting. what scenes did
3: you like? Like, what were your, like, what scenes okay. stand out of you? Okay.
2: Well, we'll, there's we'll, no. We'll talk about a little bit of the plot, I guess.
3: Well, keep it light, because I, I couldn't even tell you a plot other than some guy says he's a dead vampire artist.
2: Okay, at the beginning, at the beginning, <laughs> like, at the beginning, you see like some yeah. some ma- some madman chasing a woman through uh-huh. the streets. They had a combined Hungarian footage with like Venice, California footage, and <laughs> Jack Hill actually did a good job because it doesn't seem that bizarre or whatever. It doesn't seem that off, I guess, because it's all mm. dark and the seat- and the streets have that old look to them or the, whatever. That's what
3: the street. The street pavement, that like the cobblestones, give it away, kind of like kind of, kind of. But still, you can say, well, maybe this is a quaint little town in Who Caresville. Yeah, you
2: know? yeah, yeah. But you so, can tell that yeah. the 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 tower with the with the bats or whatever there that is not in California. You know, that's that's definitely not. that was the Hungarian or unless
3: it's a theme park in California. You know, yeah,
2: Bat World <laughs> yeah. or whatever. No, uh, Universal's featuring Bat Tower Man guy. So you know? anyway, you see, there's like some vampire guy at the beginning. You know, and then I I actually liked the, I actually thought it was Clever. The shot where he shoots. Right after that, he shoots the the tower, and then he cuts to the metronome between the woman's boob with the eyeball on it. That was kind of that was kind of funny. And then we get and then we meet the beatniks, Uh and then they're like doing their whole thing on abstract art or whatever, which is great because I had I got stuck with abstract art in college, and all my teachers loved it, and this Uh kind of like makes me enjoy the movie even more because they take the piss out of it real I just love that,
3: and. Now again, we're breaking. We're kind of jumping away from the movie a little bit, but I hate when a movement of art becomes a personality. Mm. I guess I'll do. Maybe I'll do, and I don't know. But like like
2: Picasso or Warhol or something. Well, yeah, like like where where they they,
3: they embody it, and they're like they're the icon that's so wackadoo that people are like, well. That's, that's that movement, you know? And you're like, okay, so... They need
2: a figurehead.
3: And and the figurehead is always, like, the most out-there, loon, Looney Tunes guy, you know. Uh, while there's a million people chugging away doing really nice art, that aren't... That don't act that way, you know? I mean, you can...
2: Yeah, there's always... In order to get it... It's like we were talking about news. In order to get it onto television or in another medium, you have to have a somebody who's charismatic or, to sell it Or to people want to stop
3: and look and... Look at the dancing monkey, you know, kind of thing. They're like, oh, yeah. I, I, other outsiders can look and go, oh, that guy's really.
2: I mean, you know, or like or people like Picasso and Dali. are very talented, and Picasso was oh, a yeah, pretty he... major guy as far as as far as abstract art. But I mean, you really have to you really have to go to school and like somebody to explain it to you just a little tiny bit so you can grasp it. Yeah. And when you and then when you grasp it, you see, okay, that's cool. It's like in this movie, they talk about like. There was that one scene where they, before the guy shot the uh, painting with the gun.
3: Yeah, yeah, that was a.
2: Well, that that's kind of explains something. It, it, it explains that the guy, they go, oh, you can actually paint. But then he decided to shoot it with a gun and turn it into abstract, pissing off his girlfriend or whatever, you know. But that's kind of like what Picasso did. He was actually a painter before. He knew how to paint, but then he deconstructed it. So I guess they're trying to give you a little bit. Yeah, deconstruction. I know about
3: all. I I know quite a bit about art from, obviously... College and advertising and well, marketing, and, 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 right. and a lot
2: of it has to do with for before photography, art was representational. But uh-huh. when photography came along, and the artist was finding that he couldn't compete with it the it was no camera, longer necessary. It, it was it was they, they broke away from it. They said, I'm mm-hmm. not going to paint like a I'm going to paint like an impressionistic or abstract or this and that or the other thing. So
1: yeah. yeah,
2: okay. I mean, I didn't understand it before I went to school and where I understood it. Does it make any difference to me? Whatever, you know. I just look at it as a design. Yeah. I just look at it as a representational, a representational painting as a painting, or a design as a design, or I like right. it, you don't like it, whatever. Anyway, yeah, that's what they're getting into. So yeah. basically, at some, at this point, there's like this guy's trying to be like an abstract painter, but there's another artist called Sortie who's got these red, red. He paints nudes. Red death. death. Dead red nudes or whatever, and those are the ones that are selling, and they right. hate them. Because of like you know yeah, oh, yeah this is a hack work you or sell whatever. out because
3: in the art world and music world as soon as you make it big you're a sellout and
2: sorty really <laughs> wasn't making it big but he was at least able to sell them for like a few bucks at the coffee houses right. where the other goo- goobers are just sitting there like you know just yeah
3: and everything was like oh that's so great and he was like, when he shot that painting he's like oh, I'm going to harness the energy of the universe and stuff. you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quantum painting, dude. Quantum painting. Quantum painting, painting,
2: yeah. I
3: I think if I was sitting next to somebody and they were going on about that, I'd be like, look, man, I'm going to smash a chair over this guy's head, honey. Go start the car because it's going to be exit stage right real quick. (laughs)
2: So then, so then, so like like, when when the guy brings in his paintings, not not sorty, but the the beatnik guy, his girlfriend's there, who's uh, her name is Marissa Mathis. He was actually a playboy, playmate of the month. So she sees it, she goes, oh my God, look, you did a, you can paint, you you did a nice painting, painting, yeah. 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 So he goes, but wait, now I'm gonna really turn it and He pulls a gun, and everybody's like, whoa, what the hell is he doing? And then when he does that she gets pissed off, she goes, that was my face, you ruined it, and he's like, no, it's art now, or whatever, and and then she gets mad at him, and he goes, and he gets mad at her, and he goes, I'm going to do a drawing like you now, and it's going to be portrait of an idiot or whatever and then she gets real mad and she grabs like the The uh, vino uh, wine the vine she pours it over his head (laughs) but then this is another goof on beatniks and abstract when the vino gets on the paint on the drawing they all go oh wow man that's like really amazing you know and it's like it's heavy-handed but okay fine as a kid you get it you know and you go yeah so then she takes off and then we 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 then we meet her her friend Laurie Sanders right she's at the ballet studio and she's dealing with some idiot ballet teacher or whatever you know and then they both they both you know are friends and the girl goes hey I want to go back you know can I move back in with you I broke up with my idiot boyfriend she goes yeah sure but I'm gonna go meet my my new boyfriend on the (laughs) beach or whatever so then she goes to the beach and then the other one goes out walking and when she's walking through the night she sees like some paintings and then she looks at him, and all of a sudden, this sorty guy comes out, and he goes, "Oh, these are my forgotten children, or whatever, yeah, you know." Yeah, kind of and then, then they start talking about art and this and that. So he, of course, invites her to his his studio to see his paintings. And right. then and
3: this is where a major one of one of the only major plot points comes up is the exposition. Yes. As she's laying there, looking taut and, and yeah, she, and she's beautiful. posing yeah. naked there. Yeah, she's naked. Now you don't see anything. This is a TV movie. Uh, you know and she, and he's he expounds where he comes from where his yes. name comes from the whole thing this is the scene that kind of says this is what this is about in case you missed it. Yeah, like
2: his ancestor... Because nothing else
3: is really going to be going on.
2: His days. ancestor was like a, po- a possessed demonic painter who was killed. Who was the best
3: painter in all of painterdom. You but know. he was
2: killed because his paintings were supposedly like, you know, like demonic Possessed and people. Possessed people and all that. And yeah. then, while he's talking about it, like on the one painting he started, he's going to do on her, like the one woman that was his muse... Shows up, and it's really Lori Saunders with like a way pretending yeah. to be somebody else <laughs> or what what you're whatever. But you're like, uh huh. She starts uh-huh. doing like the little, like, uh, oh, look at me dance with her hands or whatever. And all of a sudden he goes, like, oh, you know, oh boy, he goes, uh, gets all wacky or whatever. Yeah. And then
3: yeah, yeah. starts uh, going around in the shimp. Or, uh, yeah, yeah. Going yeah. In the yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And then he turns into like his ancestor. And instead of like being a vampire, he just like, just goofball chops he's her just, or whatever, yeah. you know. He like he cuts her, he, he axes her because when at, later on when you see the painting that he sells over no her, legs, yeah. she, she's got no legs. So it's like that to me was effective as a kid because you oh, see
3: well, it was effective now.
2: It was like a, it was like a psycho scene because you don't see him cutting her, but you, you see like see blood coming he, blood coming yeah. out and the body laying there or whatever. And then when you see the painting, you go, oh, that's pretty gross what he did to that's, her. Yeah. You know? and, and then when he's done with her, he yeah. throws her in wax. Yep. And Which was um, the plot of the second movie, I believe. Oh, okay. Cause, Portrait and Terror. Because
3: that kind of comes in and out a little bit. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, wax? What is... Whatever, I guess. You know, like...
2: That was in the second version. Of right. The and, movie. And,
3: and, and again, I'm, I mean, I'm not really... I'm not railing on this as bad as it sounds no, like no, I am. No. But it's one of those things where you're like, what are you doing, man? What is this? Like... Where are we going with this? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> what we're going is a really convoluted. <laughs> so place. much stuff going on, you know. Because then there's like a party. Oh, then there's that part where this. This girl, this dancer who's walking along the beach, just goes into a ballet. Music well, that, that, video, that turns you know. out
2: to be like the girl that really likes him, Lori Sanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's kind of being aloof with, oh, please take me to your studio. It's like, no, no. Because he doesn't oh, want to yeah. go whack out. Yeah. He doesn't whack out on her or and whatever. She is
3: really attractive. Oh,
2: yeah, Lori Sanders. Yeah, like she was in almost she was in most of the episodes of Petticoat Junction. But so. yeah,
3: like she's laying there all bikinied out and stuff like that. And you're like, even she's, in the older bikinis, which were oh, yeah, not she good. flattering. Yeah, you're like wow. She she okay. was she was
2: she was that thin with the big you know boobs you know thing yep. going on, which of course you know yeah. At any rate, yeah. She so she's like she's really got the hots for sortie, but he's kind of being playing it off with her a little bit because he knows I don't know
3: what love is and they try to do that trans... that... not transcendental. What is it? Uh,
2: transcendental? Yeah, I don't know.
3: Who cares? I'll stop trying to use And, and then, And then <laughs> like...
2: And then, and then throughout the movie they start getting artsy because there's like that one oh, scene where yeah. he's on the beach with the easel and he's like painting her. I mean, there are interesting things in this movie but it's basically just like a mad... Vampire artist guy. Yeah. So so anyway, a lot the the movie goes. He's 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 killing women. Yep. He ends up killing every time
3: he he paints someone, he kills them.
2: Yeah. That's the
3: the gist kind of. Yeah,
2: basically, you know, possessing their soul with blah blah blah. And and then like the the beatnik guy, you know, sees the painting of Daisy his girlfriend and he goes, that's Daisy. Oh, where's Daisy? And he can't find told
3: you No, what is it? It, too, it Daisy. It too Daisy. Yeah, right. I I too,
2: Daisy. like, yeah. like <laughs> shut up. And right <laughs> when he said
3: that, I was like, Daisy, Daisy.
2: So, yeah. So then he goes to her sister, Sandra Knight, and they're trying to figure out what happened to her. Because she's like, him? I don't, know. she's split. I thought she was yeah. with you.
3: What are you talking about? You know.
2: So like, so then Sandra Knight goes and like figures something about that sorty guy. She goes to see him, and then like he tells her to get lost, and he's in shadow, so you don't see him. Because I guess he had just killed somebody. I don't know. I don't know what to deal with. But she tells him yeah. to get lost, and then somewhere along the way, they say they find out about the story of the tower. Where in that tower there there was the mad painter that killed people and stuff like that. So then she decides to like dress, get dressed up as a spy with her trench coat or whatever and actually gets outside of Sortie's house and gonna watch him to see if like what he does at night because they're suspecting that he's going out and killing. And then she sees that he comes out at night Cause in he, trench
3: coat. Because that artist draws with char- used up charcoal on yeah, the yeah, wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it looks like a five-year-old drew it.
2: Well, uh, yeah. Uh,
3: you know, I don't know. A lot of that... Uh,
2: so she goes after him, and and while she's ch- she's like watching him like going through the streets, she all of a sudden she runs into like some five goomy guys dressed up as like uh, skeletons and like doing some pre-Halloween thing. Yeah, or whatever. that was
3: almost very like New Orleans. And it was style, and it's a kind of know. a
2: weird scene. That's another scene that's kind of because the one guy's you know? playing the trumpet, which I was there like. In that
3: 60s beatnik stuff, was there always a dude walking around playing a trumpet for some reason with like?
2: Bongos, a, I think were very popular with their friends
3: like that. Bang, 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 like they would just be doing like. It was you,
2: well, there was jazz. Jazz was very popular. Wouldn't you beats. hit your
3: friend if somebody was walking around? Yeah, joust yeah. is walking around behind you playing the trumpet you're going to turn around and slap him or you're going to yeah, say, hey, say hey why don't you put yeah. that trumpet down because I'm yeah, going to shove that somewhere where it's going not gonna only gonna that why don't you put that
2: pounded because you can't play I'm
3: not picking on know. Joust that was just an unless example Jou- of a friend un-
2: unless Joust does learn how to play the trumpet I think, I think he played the saxophone in high school so if he did and mm. it was good well I wouldn't say that to well, him well, if he he
3: like if King Don's playing the trumpet you let him play the trumpet because well, he's King a 7 millionth degree black cat and he'll kill you with his finger
2: yeah, yeah. Like well, he's well, pinky. J- he'll go. God. Well, know, Joust, can, Joust can take care of himself. Oh really? That would but he, be but he's not. Dude. He's not a se- no. He's not a big dude. But he's not a seventh degree black belt. You know. But he's. He's a seventh degree
3: trumpet player.
2: No, he's not. But uh, yeah.
3: inside jokes. That's always good podcast. But he does play one on
2: TV. <laughs> good. That's he. Any anyway, Joust. <laughs> See you later, dude. But anyway, (laughs) see you later today, dude. (laughs) See you later today, dude, or tomorrow, possibly. But at any rate, (sighs) so she gets entangled with the she and sorty get entangled with these like Halloweeny New Orleans type guys. Yeah, and then like they like goof on her and like you know they're kind of
3: grabby and touchy. Yeah, yeah. But not in the they that some that seems like a very playful.
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't it, think they it wasn't, it wasn't like you know, rape or yeah. anything like that. It's yeah. more like drunks, goofy guys in the middle of the street. But it was a dark, at any rate. So, yeah. So like they they kind of grab both of them, and, and then like she's like she's sorty in the middle, and she's like ah, and she runs away. And then, like, Sortie fights with him, and then they're, like... And they're like, they grab him, and they go, hey, dude, give her, like, a... At least give her a head start. Star ...before you go get her, and it's, like, and then, like... That was
3: that line was, like, that's not cool. I would, I would be, like, I don't know about that, man.
2: Yeah, so he he chases her, and then he ends up, like, I guess he kills her, right? He bites yeah. her or something like that.
3: Here's where they tried to do something with a, with a f- effect, and it didn't work. Um... We're all we're very used to seeing, uh, especially chase scenes. It accentuates like the danger when the shadows are really long cast yeah, into yeah, yeah, light, yeah, 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 and no. they kind of run through the shadows yes, and yes. then they keep going. That's that's something that's you unconsciously when you see it in a chase scene, you're like it helps build suspense. It helps build like the the person catching up with them. In this case, I don't think they had a long enough run or or the the light was positioned weird because you could see they ran from they ran from the left and then like kind of ran in front of the light yeah, yeah yeah it was very I think they tried it and they were like well it didn't work but let's just keep going because it didn't work it was like a, you could tell they were kind of yeah, yeah, hard yeah. they tried you know.
2: they he tried to do that's Something a step, cool, it's that impressionistic scene from another movie I'm sure mm-hmm, it's a tribute mm-hmm. to another movie it didn't work as well but it was interesting that they tried to do it that it was okay yeah it, wasn't, it was okay it
3: wasn't bad I'm not knocking them it was just one of those things where you're like eh, not quite the effect you wanted but I it, we get it you know it looked cool
2: it looked all right so then, like, Sorty goes out, he kills her, he kills another woman, and then he's supposed to, we're going to jump along because I can't, I, yeah, I, I yeah, forgot yeah. stuff. He's 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 going to meet her, he's going to meet his girlfriend again on the beach, and when she's waiting for him at the beach, she runs into, like, some, she runs into, I think, well, I forgot what, it, she, she, something happens on the beach, because I forgot right now, where she ends up running away to the bell tower, where she goes, uh, she, there was some guy on the beach there. Oh, wow, 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 wow,
3: yeah, I know what you're talking about, but...
2: Mm. Yeah, there was a scene. There was a scene. Something
3: directs direct her to go there. Then for some reason, they she
2: because she sees she sees yeah. a guy on the beach and she freaks out. So she decides, oh, I got to get out of here. You know, she start, start. I think he starts chasing her and, and go to the bell tower because then the beatniks get involved with it and they yeah. start like and they start like chasing him. And there's like a big fight between the beatniks and Sortie And the one of the beatniks gets up on the on the bridge there and he knocks him down. And they think that they, they, they killed, killed him.
1: Yeah. So
2: meanwhile she's going to the bell tower because she's trying to escape this like rapist guy or whatever she thinks it is that was chasing her through the beach. Yeah, she went to the beach and he started chasing her, but she got away and the beatniks got in the middle of it or whatever. So she goes to there and the beatniks <laughs> think that they beat him up, but then like all of a sudden They're they gone. turn around and he's gone. So then she's like and she's like in the bell tower. Yeah,
3: but before that there's a... s I'm sorry to cut you off. There was a, she runs up and they film two guys like sitting on the steps drinking tell her where the bell tower is she runs up and she's like yeah, where's yeah, yeah. the bell tower and they're like it's that way ma'am I was like that couldn't have made it to the editing floor like was that we wanted to film that for what
2: like yeah. it was very
3: odd that they filmed that one scene like of two guys going there's the bell tower. You're like, no,
2: I know. I know what happened. I screwed it up. She escape. She tries to escape to the guy. And she runs to the beatnik dudes, and she and they go, "What's the matter?" She goes, "Like, there's some guy over there trying to give me. I'm, I'm gonna go hide at the tower." And then like the guys decide to go after the dude and they Uh, fight him and that's when they 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 knock him down they think he's you know dead and he's alive at that point they go oh wait a minute that's probably that sortie guy because at some point they realize that sortie and the vampire the murderer, are the same guys uh, so then that's when those three dudes decide okay we're going to go to the tower Meanwhile, she goes to the tower, and while she's in the tower, Sorty's having one of his, like, psychotic moments or yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah. He pulls the painting that's in the beginning of, like, his muse or whatever, and he starts getting all vampire-y and stuff <laughs> like that and all, like, wackadoo. And then she basically <laughs> is true. the spitting image of, you know, Lori son is the spitting image of the muse. So when she comes in, he sees her, and she's like, Oh, my God, it's you. You've come again. And he, like, grabs her. And he puts out, they drop a fishnet on her. And then she's like, he ties her up and she's going to do like, he's going to like cut her. You know, he's going to kill her yeah, he's again. He's gonna to kill her. put ki- her in wax. So this last scene, to me, I saw it as a kid and I thought it was really creepy and effective. Mm. Okay. He's got, he's going through his psychotic, you know, like, you know, artist thing or yeah, whatever. They will be he,
3: together, blah. Blah, blah. blah, blah yeah.
2: And then all of a sudden, it's like you see the wax figures of the girls that he killed and... Patrick McGee, who's in that one scene, which we forgot about. Remember the scene with the stripper?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's,
2: yeah, yeah. Why, that's why he's in the movie, and because they couldn't cut him out of that last scene of Wax. So they had to actually <laughs> add that part. <laughs> they couldn't get of rid of him. So they like, oh, make the movie longer, basically, because there's like another scene with a stripper, where she's his girlfriend, and then Sorty's screwing her, and he gets mad, and Sorty drops him in the vat of Wax. So that's why... Among with the dead girls that he's been killed, Patrick McGee is one of the Wax people or whatever. So at any rate, so like Sortie's like freaks out because he sees the Wax figures coming back to life and they're crawling on the ground all half dead like they yeah. were, like if they were from freaks or whatever. And they like come up to him and then the girl, Lori Sandra, she's like passes out from like, because this is like a psychotic... Nothing to do with this. Psychotic yeah. thing. So she like passes out. And then, like, the, you see the figures coming to him, and he's, like, flipping out. And then the beatniks are all, almost there, but they're not quite there yet. And then the three, you know, wax dead girls or whatever just push him into the vat of wax. And then all of a sudden the beatniks come in. And they go, oh, you know, I forgot what the girl's name was. Not Daisy, but, you know, whatever her name was. And they save her. Now all of a sudden they look at the very last scene and you see, like, sorties there, like his face in wax, you know. And then it was, like, the end, you know. It's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, okay. I like. I know. You, I I like this movie. I really do. I like. Do well, you remember like when you were a kid? The, and I like the. I like the fact that it's so messed up too. It's like it adds to it for me. You know what yeah. I mean? It really does add it for me because it's like, a lot of times you're going like, huh, and then all of a sudden you go, wow, that was cool, and then you're like, huh. So it it has a bizarre feel to it. You know that like the, you said, there's a few pool scenes and and there's an under there's like two. Pool scenes that he kills a woman in the pool, and yeah. then there's an underwater kill. So, like you said, somebody must have gotten a hold of. A they had
3: one, and they just they're like we're. They decided to go know? crazy with it or whatever. So at any rate, because those were cost prohibitive for quite some time. They're they're not, yeah. not now. Now they're fairly commonplace, but underwater cameras were that that was an investment, you know.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's sure. not meant
3: to be in there. So if they had one, now you
2: can get like an iPad and put it underwater yeah, and well, shoot. Yeah, those
3: GoPros are all you know. Yeah. But and, and but it, but that's why they really accentuated that, or that's why they really showed those scenes, because they were like, look, man, we bought this hundred thousand dollar camera or whatever the hell it was back then, you know, and and they're using it, you know, it was effective. Those were great shots. Yeah. I don't. Um. There's no way a guy in fully dressed is gonna keep up with a teenager in in a bikini. Swimming, yeah, I, but that's supernatural stuff, you know, and that's and that's what it is. It's not like,
2: but yeah, I was like, it, it I was like, is what it is they're, they're, they like, no way. They they don't make sense with the linear flow of the movie, but in in the, yeah. in the surreal world that you're going into for this movie, yeah, it makes sense, I guess. guess. Yeah. You know? if you're like, you know, if you, if you buy, you know, if if there's if you're buying what they're selling with this yeah. movie, this this was not available. For a long time, is it, on is it available DVD. now? You can get it from Warner Archives as Bloodbath. Wow! This track of the Vampire version, I think it was put out on some cheap DVD years ago mm. with Nightmare Castle. Well, the
3: DVD hit when when the DVD had that explosion where everyone was buying everything. Yeah, yeah. They probably threw it out yeah, there Best for the ninety nine. Yeah, blah, it was blah, one blah. of these
2: double feature Best Buy. They do they do put some annoying thing at the beginning of it. They cut into the <laughs> intro of the movie, but whatever. That's that's the only way, Mattissey. DVD on you can probably get it on on, uh, on Amazon. It's the only way you can get a track of the vampire.
3: Now I will say... Bloodbath <laughs>
2: yeah. is available.
3: The copy I have was yours, and it was a VHS burn. And, and you get a lot
2: of commercials. And,
3: and the commercials were funny. Uh, towards the end I was fast forwarding through them because they were the same ones but, Yeah, it was the same ones. Um, yeah. but it was very funny that it was a time capsule from 1988 you know yeah, and that, that's yeah. when that's when you take this and the, it had like the only reason I could date it so easily is because there was a Cadillac dealer it was like the brand new 1988 Cadillac so end of 87 early 88 whatever yeah, it's a it was flashback, yeah. and it, it was funny because it had those um, those phone sex yeah, lines yeah the
2: bikini girls on the beach yeah, yeah, it was like, it was so 1-800 sp- date me or something and like that it, oh, it
3: was so funny there was a lot of really funny commercials and Although they're annoying, um, yeah, at the time
2: it's a time capsule. When you
3: keep them, boy, they're fun.
2: That's you know? why. That's why. Thankfully, unlike a lot of my friends, I kept the commercials. You edited the movies. Now yeah. the movies are available, but those commercials are gone. I still have them. Thank yeah, you very much. It is.
3: It's. It's pretty. It's. It, they're fun. You know. And I remember Slashbird had said that he had a, a box set of only commercials or something That's like weird. That.
2: That's where he was just taping like, the commercial. No, no,
3: no. Well, these this is like oh no no, TV TV, no no yeah. they sell
2: no no King Don gave me one. They're still yeah they do. Sell I don't them. know if
3: I would watch them.
2: Um, They're funny. They'll take you back. They'll that, take you cool. back.
3: They're probably good for a one one pass through them, and then you're like, okay, I'm done with these. You know, like.
2: Uh, so well, when, I, as as you know we, I, as you know the creature feature show loves old oh yeah I'll do it and PSAs too. You know, I love so. that PSA on this this one. Oh really. that was a good Clint one. Uh, yeah, I'm Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh So what are you going to give I, this one? I, because I love this movie so much, I'm yeah. going to give it like and believe me, this is just because of my my goofball love for this movie. I'm going to give it an 8.
1: Wow. But
2: but like I said, if you I, I've explained it as much as I can, take it with a grain yeah. of salt. If you love it, if if you if you dig, if you dig hebcat what I'm talking yeah. about, go get <laughs> this movie. But if you're looking for something that makes any linear sense or whatever, yeah, yeah, maybe see, not.
3: I'm I'm gonna go with the four and a half to yeah, five and a half range, oh, and fun. and because Understood. it was it was very dis it was disjointed. too disjointed for me. Not, it makes sense that it's a couple different movies,
2: three different, oh, movies. and it makes
3: sense that Corman just kept re changing it, re changing it, and re changing it. Now it makes sense of like, why am I why I was trying to think of how did this become what
2: it is? It's a movie that you know? <laughs> the history is almost as interesting as the movie yeah. itself. So, uh, you know that's why I picked. We're, it. It's funny because we're almost the exact from last week yes
3: where that one that I liked I forget which one. oh it's Flipstream because it was one I loved when I watched Yeah, yeah, yeah and you were like this sucks <laughs> no I just
2: I was on the fence I was on the fence <laughs> well, that's, take yeah. it or leave it
3: alright we're going to go to a trailer break and we come back then we're, we're going to be cormonized man we're going to be cormonized one hour cormonization this next
2: movie is not fantastic though oh shit mock yeah ing
0: yeah bird yeah yeah Mockingbird, don't everybody Everybody have you heard heard? She's gonna buy me me a Mockingbird And if that Mockingbird Mockingbird don't don't sing She's gonna buy me a Diamond Ring And if that
1: Diamond Ring don't sing
0: The Spook, Who Sat by the Door The controversial best-selling novel now becomes a shocking screen reality. The story of the first black agent in the CIA.
1: Raise your right hand and repeat after me.
0: For five years, he was their token Negro. He kept his cool and let himself be used. And in return, they taught him how to spy, how to fight, and how to kill. For five years, He was the spook who sat by the door. And then he turned the American dream into a nightmare. This is not about hate white folks. It's about loving freedom enough to die or kill for it if necessary. The spook who sat by the door. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. The She-Devils, the film that dares to probe the black depths of hell. Now the resurgent interest in this bizarre, weird world of ancient witchcraft and ceremonial magic is brought to you in all its stark terror and nightmarish horror. Blood orgy of the She-Devils. Screaming tires or squealing women, they're all the same to the speed merchants of the Fireball 500. <laughs> Day, the dirt track is a jungle, as the kings of the speedway fight for survival. By night, it's the same when they meet their women.
1: That's plain rough, Dave. Someone could get hurt. Only chickens get hurt. Stop crowing, baby. You're a man.
0: American International presents Fireball 500, the story of the men who love their track fast and their women the same. Starring Frankie Avalon, Wild on Wheels, Annette Funicello, rough on Outclass Competition, and Fabian the Tiger with built-in performance, with Chill Wills, Harvey Lembeck, and Julie Parrish. Filmed in Panavision in color with racing motors, screaming tires, flaming passions, and thrills and spills. Fireball 500 is one dare beyond imagination. <laughs>
2: put it bang with your butt so bad that you can write it off on your taxes? Uh, like I said, I knew people that had uh, back in the olden days when there was colorful. People had colorful cars that were talking. Like I said, I knew people that had a lime green uh, duster. And I remember the day when a, a kid that I was hanging out with took like a uh, BB gun and was going to shoot his friend with. They end up shooting one of the windows out of the duster. Wow,
3: I'm surprised it took that took the window out. Cause those, you kid. must have hit it right on the right spot because those windows were tough back then, you know. But and
2: and and, and the kids' family did pay for the fix of uh, yeah, the yeah. window. They usually know. do because they were like the across the street neighbor. So. Whoops! <laughs> but yes, pellet guns—they can do some damage. They can do
3: some damage. You'll lose. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah,
2: kid, okay, don't do that. Oh anyway. yeah. So
3: what are we doing now?
2: Oh yeah. Another Corman classic. This is uh, this is this is our first unreleased movie this movie was never released this is a this is either a good wow. bootleg wait we
3: did green slime oh was that that was no, still that was green still right, released yeah right, right no.
2: this is an unreleased movie this movie wow. has never been given of dvd vhs that's that's what i looked up today i they thought had, it was but it they wasn't. got
3: sued didn't they they, 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 well, they here,
2: this movie has another story <laughs> they always do i mean i don't know how true this story is but here's a little bit of the story of this movie marvel License, the characters. This is the Fantastic Four from 1994. The Roger that, Corman's The little movie that couldn't. And didn't. And didn't, yeah. <laughs> at any rate, yeah. So anyway, they licensed it to these, these producers, and then somehow or another, the producers ended up getting Corman to make this movie for a million. And then, like, they actually had, they actually sent the actors to the Comic-Con. They did promotions. They did all this stuff for it. And at the last minute, they decided not to release it. Now there's conflicting stories. One story says that the studio did it because they just wanted the rights and they were never never intending to release the movie in the first place. Mm. Another story is that Shrewd. they saw it and they didn't like it. And they thought it would hurt the franchise, so they didn't want to release it. You know, Marvel had stories. I don't know, some, but for some reason or another, it never got released. Is it the worst movie I've ever seen? No, it's not. Not even close. Here's where
3: I'm going to have to lean on you, because I have no knowledge. They of
2: screwed it. with the story. Of the Fantastic Four in this they movie.
3: They did well. Now I watched the new version,
2: and yes. I don't, I don't
3: know how true that is to the original.
2: They bu- they all screw with it. This
3: this one, and I might get massacred for this. This one was as good as the new one to me.
2: I, I don't. Aside, I don't totally. Like, I don't totally disagree with you. I don't totally I mean, agree. Effects aside, story-wise, I mean, it's a, It's who it, cares? It's a, they screwed with yeah. the story, but it's the same basic premise that they both. They all four go up into space. They get hit with a radioactive that storm ap- or whatever. When they come back to it, they have superpowers. That apparently
3: accentuates something, a flaw in their character.
2: Exactly, yeah. Now,
3: wh- Like again, I don't know these stories. I don't know the heritage of them. I just know the characters from now, from how popular these movies got. But other than the story being similar and the characters being slightly cormonized...
2: The, the Doctor Doom stuff in the beginning, I don't, I don't remember that in the comic books. I haven't right. read the books in a long time. I remember Doctor Doom... But I don't remember the yeah. whole beginning of it where he's in school with Reed Richards. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I could be wrong, you uh, know. I mean, D- King Don, correct me if stuff, I'm wrong. Who knows? You know, you know and, and then that character, the jeweler that, that kidnaps a girl. I don't remember him either. I could be wrong. Like, once again, mm. King Don, who just read the first 100 issues of the FF, will correct me. Yes, King Don. <laughs> our, Holy hell. The great King Don went out like in the pa- throughout the past couple of years. And he was buying the hard covers of the Fantastic Four. Uh-huh. So while he was while he was putting them together, he was reading them. And he actually, in the last year, read the entire so for those of you first 100 issue run. So I'm, he he, will, he uh, can correct me if I'm wrong. For, for
3: those of you who say I'm crazy because I just watched every uh, John claude Van Damme like, you, in you chronological are. order, you are. Look to King Don. He he was my inspiration. No, he was uh, No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but. And you know, now it's apparent that they wanted to make this movie in the same vein of like the Dick Tracy that came out, or the Batman yeah, yeah, style, yeah, yeah, where maybe, where yeah. it's more comic booky. Well, it's a comic book. Well, well, but I know. But nowadays those aren't. No, no,
2: Batman, Batman, which came years later, turned the grim button on to like eleven. <laughs> to 11. He, he hit eleven. Yeah, with he it. hit eleven yeah. with it. But yeah. but you know,
3: this was very. This was made to be almost like fantasy, playful. Yeah, still yeah. serious it was a serious serious story you know yeah. Um, but it was more like jokey and playful in, in areas where they said you can let up a little bit it's okay to have fun with this movie you know
2: Yeah.
3: Um, now this is a bad copy because it was unreleased
2: yeah uh, I've seen I mean, worse copies Oh yeah, by it, the way. It, this wasn't as bad but I've seen worse it wasn't
3: terrible but I'm saying it doesn't have the HD treatment you know <laughs> uh, and the costuming and stuff is what they could do on a cheap buz- budget in the early it was, 90s it, it, it was a
2: well, million dollars
3: that's what I'm saying what are you I mean gonna it mean, was, you know? it
2: wasn't like nothing, but it wasn't enough to for the ambitiousness of this movie of what it's trying yeah. to do it wasn't enough to take it to uh, you know take it to like where people would actually go out of mm-hmm. their way and, and there was trailers made for this movie and I everything. believe it i
3: mean I, the one of the pictures I grabbed for when I put it up on the site is the press release picture of, with the director in the middle and them sitting around and it has like the, the, all that typo information at in the bottom you know. Yeah. So basically, it's just four guys go like you pretty much said the the plot. Well, not yeah, I the mean, plot. Okay, okay, Reed
2: Richards uh-huh. is like a brainiac in college. He's like they're 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 trying to harness this energy supposedly that's that comes by once every ten years or whatever. Right. And Doom is Doom is his friend. And then like Doom gets like when they're doing an experiment in college, the experiment goes wrong and Doom gets like disfigured and burned or whatever. And they think that he's dead. But he's not, and right. his like cohorts or some henchmen or whatever yeah, he countrymen. forms like an
3: evil empire.
2: He forms an evil empire and then he wears the costume to to hide from his defo- yeah, burns or whatever. And he and
3: and this Doom looks very eerily similar to the Cobra Commander from yes, GI Joe, doesn't like it? you know. And yes, and it does. They borrow it? from each other. Now, am I? I am again. Don't flog me. Am I mixing it up? Is there a blue guy in the new one, like where he goes to the moon or something, like?
2: A blue guy?
3: Like, he's, like, all-powerful. Like
2: You mean, you mean uh I didn't see the second movie. Of the, the, the new Fantastic Four, you mean Galactus?
3: No, I must be mixing it up. Like, there's a the guy... Silver Surfer. No, I know Silver Surfer.
2: Oh, damn it. Are you, you're talking about in the second Fantastic Four movie that just came out? Where
3: he glows blue, and he, like, he goes... He's, like, the smart... I thought it was that Reed Richards guy who turns into, like... Oh, you're screwing he, me He out. almost can't... He, I, yeah, I must be mixing them up.
2: I didn't I didn't watch oh. the second one. All I know is that the first movie was like basically the origin of the FF, and the uh-huh. second one they meet Silver Surfer the new one and movie. Galactus. And Galactus in the comic books is this humongous character that's basically like a planet eater. But I think in the second movie that they came out with, he was a gaseous object or whatever. Again, I don't know because I never watched it, so I can't really talk about it. But basically, like you know, they... Oh st- wait, Watchmen.
3: It,
2: oh yeah, you're talking about I, Watchmen, you're talking about mix- Captain, yeah, Captain dude. Manhattan, or yeah, where, man, yeah, with blue the dong, blue or, penis yeah, with the dong. Yeah. No, no, no. You're mixing up your superheroes. And, and and I frogs. do that. I
3: I do that. Like I don't know if we don't know the world, you don't know them. And I, okay.
2: Okay, never mind. <laughs> Sorry guys,
3: everyone out there listening, because King yeah,
2: Don just you, had a heart attack. King Don, <laughs> you you know where you know where he <laughs> lives. He grabbed his arm and he's like, it's the big one, Elizabeth. Oh, just turn around right now, Don. <laughs> You're, he's only two stalls <laughs> down, and talk to go talk at any rate. That's <laughs> yeah, so the Manhattan Project. Is the guy
3: I was thinking talk about, man, like yeah, with the yeah. big blue floppy dong. Yeah. yeah that guy. <laughs> blue. blue,
2: big blue floppy film. dong. So, so Ben
3: Richards or the other. no, no. Ben uh, yeah. Richards so Reed
2: Richards blue. is like.
3: <laughs> ben Richards was the guy from the Running Man. Was he? I choose Ben Richards he's running bad do you remember the funny I never saw the running man oh I never my saw heart it. yeah we did the the running man did no, we no we didn't
2: no well we're gonna <laughs>
3: <No>. <laughs> we're gonna next week okay <laughs> no.
2: Okay. spoiler alert at any, <laughs> at any <laughs> no go ahead at any rate um, <coughs> yeah so so anyway so that's Dr. Doom you know his origin in a nutshell or new origin or whatever so Ten years later, Reed Richards is like some heavy-duty scientist, and his you know Ben Grimm, who's his college buddies with him, and, and that you meet and you meet like the uh, the Sue and Johnny Storm when they were kids originally, and then now ten years later, right? You know they all decide that the gangs they, all here. Yeah, the gangs all here, and then they're gonna go up, and he's got the he's got the rocket ship or whatever built to harness the uh, the comet or whatever force it was, but he needs, but he's got this huge diamond. That he needs in order to counteract the effect of it, or you know, sure. some, some, you know, whatever. And then, like all of comic of a sudden, book logic, just whatever yeah, you can but, write, but crazy it's different from the comic th- books. Yeah. So yeah. then there's a character called the jeweler who lives underground with a bunch of homeless guys.
3: The teenage mutant ninja turtles. I think he lives with them. He's and the, he
2: and he wants the no, diamond. And then Doctor Doom has his henchmen because he wants the diamond. And then everybody wants that diamond. So like the the jeweler guy gets it. And he and Doctor Doom says, "Well, let him get it because, like, uh, you know, that way he'll, he'll, the the mission will be doomed, and that'll be the end of the Fantastic Four And Reed Richards, he hates Reed Richards now. And yeah, and
3: it's not the he, they're not the Fantastic Four right now cause they're not the Fantastic. So he Four. just hates him. He just he's hates such him. Yeah, and and he wants
2: him. He figures he's going to die anyway. I think so. every
3: iteration of this that I have seen of that guy, he is like one of those the mo- the smartest guy on the planet kind of thing. Yeah, he's yeah, always he work. He's yeah. a workaholic. He's always working for science. That's why he's got know. those
2: gray sideburns on the side yep, of his head. Yep, yep. Those are the those are the gray smart guy streaks on the side of your head. That was the funniest.
3: I laughed the most of my life from the Army of Darkness. Uh
1: uh-huh. Oh no,
3: Evil Dead too. Yeah. When that when uh, Bruce Campbell's it's a very final scene and Bruce Campbell's against the wall and that tree monster's ripping the thing to pull him into hell. They actually like he's screaming and they spray painted a gray stripe in his head as he was screaming That's and they right, got pulled the out.
2: I swear, e- I Evil Dead Two is a movie we should do. Oh, that is I a great love movie. Evil Dead Two. I own
3: it like That's four a great different times. That's
2: Evil Dead One I liked okay, but Evil Dead Two I watched so it. So great. I actually watched this movie back in the eighties with Joust, and we both cracked up watching this one. One of the funniest movies farewell I've ever Farewell to seen. Arms. Yeah. Oh, one of yeah. my favorite <laughs> scenes of like all time. But, but when he
3: sp- like when they sprayed that, I fell out of my chair and I wasn't even drunk. I was laughing so hard I fell. I that's was just, like <laughs> just that's a great
2: movie. That's a great movie because I wasn't expecting it to be so funny. It no, caught me by surprise. Great. Yeah, and then that army great of darkness.
3: Movie. Oh my god, that's my favorite movie of all time. One of them, you know. So anyway,
2: the jeweler's got his jewel, <laughs> and he wants to, see, and he's yeah. like, wants it. To, and he tells his henchman, "I want a queen. Go get me a queen." But anyway, we'll more about that later. The the guys read Ben, Sue, and Johnny go up go in space. Go they they see the they, they see the comet, the comet or whatever, yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden <clears throat> like the, the, the rays come from it, and they they realize that that the diamond was it's not a real diamond, it's not going to like counteract it, so they all get affected by it, and the rocket ship crashes. Yep,
3: yeah, crashes. The yeah. end,
2: right? No, but no. They're all, they're all, uh, you know, walking around. And they're all like, God, how did we survive this? You know.
3: Yeah, they're like on some more. It looked like they were in Scotland or something like that. Wherever, wherever they filmed it, it wasn't there. But I mean.
2: Yeah. Like so, they- so like, and then at this point, they start figuring out that they have weird powers. Like he can stretch. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but okay, fine. You know, because there was, I guess there was, there's a long line of Plastic Man and Elongated Man. So I guess Marvel wanted their stretching guy. So. Yeah. That was really, the Human Torch. Was a character from the 40s, and they just revived him as Johnny Storm. You know the oh, brother. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Sue, you know the Invisible Girl. They, I don't know if they use their force field in this way, but she does have a force field as well no, as, as, as invisibility. It. And then, you know, the thing obviously is uh, Ben Grimm's, like you know, his, his big
3: gigantic Hulk,
2: big gigantic guy. So, and then well, of wait, course they
3: said it's Clobbering time a couple too many times oh, in this yeah. movie. They wanted that to be a thing, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And so
2: then, yeah, of course, they, 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 throughout the movie, they tie in Ben Grimm's angst of being a rock monster, because everybody else can have superpowers and they still look like humans. He has to be a rock monster. They're, therefore, not they a rock him, lobster. Right, like yeah. The therefore, they give him a blind girlfriend that rock lobster. They give him oh, man, a blind girlfriend that can, mm. you know, deal with it. But at any rate. So they're like, oh, look, we got all these powers, and oh, no, Ben, you know, well we'll we'll fix you up or whatever. Oh, I'm all
3: angsty, and I'm going to leave, and you're like, you're dumb. So, like, the
2: Marines all of a sudden show up, and they go, hey, you know, we spotted you guys. We're going to take you back, and we're going to, like, figure out what happened. So they take them to military, and it turns out it's Dr. Doom's henchmen pretending to be Marines. It was a ruse. It was a ruse, man. Yeah. Like in the Glory Stompers, but anyway... So Doctor Doom's like, ha, ha, I'm gonna take oh, away yeah. all your powers and <laughs> he is
3: twirling mustaches and chewing scenery. He's got like every yeah, he's, scene. He's doing a lot
2: yeah. of those, like hand gestures or whatever. Yeah, because yeah, they're
3: supposed to have like clickety metal hands, but you're like, okay, just take it back a notch. So
2: yeah. while he's got him and he's doing the thing, like is it re- actually able to like get his foot underneath. You know, the, oh, yeah. the cone of, like, destruction. They're trying to
3: pull the superpowers out of him or something like that, and you're like, okay, that's weird, but whatever.
2: And then he, he knocks, mm-hmm. he knocks the, the machine over, or does oh, something that's pretty to the funny. machine, yeah. and then everything gets all screwed up, and, and then the Fantastic Four escapes, and Doom's like, argh! You know, they yeah. escaped again. <laughs> he
3: becomes a Kathy cartoon.
2: Arg, Ack! <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the meantime, the the, the jeweler... Mondays, am I right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> okay, and then and then in the meantime, the jeweler's henchmen end up kidnapping Ben's girlfriend, the blind sculptress Alicia Masters. So she's going to be his queen. So they got her, and you know, and then like also around, going on this time, the Fantastic Four are back in their. um Headquarters or yeah. whatever. This is before that. Again, calling the FF, but they haven't become the FF yet. They will at, at a certain point, but not right now. Because she just comes
3: haven't. in with costumes, saying, "Here are some costumes I made."
2: Yeah, but but anyway, like, huh? they, he, he, <laughs> okay. he he figures he's trying to create a formula to, <laughs> to fix them to, to fix them, but he can't fix Ben. Which one of
3: the things? And this is I don't I never understand it. I never would understand it. I see any of that kind of stuff as a gift. And every every comic you wouldn't want to
2: be Ben though you wouldn't be a a rock man would you? Why not?
3: Walk around smashing shit. But but the um, I don't know. They always have them wrestling with these powers every comic book, and you're like, why?
2: This is Marvel's invention. If I could
3: throw fire or if I could stretch and do whatever, I want man, that'd be great. Marvel
2: was the comic book company pretty much that created the angst-ridden superhero. Before that, I don't think they were they were as, as like angsty. They were just like, "Hey, I got superpowers." Yeah. Marvel like, created the superhero with problems, as they call see, it. See, like Batman,
3: okay, he can have he's just a guy with money and and. Well, Batman
2: did have problems. That's I'm saying. Like about he him, has yeah.
3: he has deep psychological problems. Great, you can be. You're angsty. Right, Batman did. Yeah. But like, and then like even like I remember watching the Hulk when I was a kid. He was like, "Oh, I just want to be fixed." Do you? I don't know. And also, how often have you gotten that mad that you'd smash the whole the whole building out of it? I just don't see it, man. If I had those kind of powers or whatever, I'd just embrace them and run with them,
2: man. But in the 60s, Marvels really took the superheroes with problems, thing, like Daredevil and all these guys, mm-hmm. and they really maxed them for dramatic effect because they knew it was a soap opera. They knew it was supposed to last. I guess. It wasn't a one-shot. It was an ongoing series, so they have to, like bring in characters and create drama. Commando
3: Cody embraced being, you know, Radar Men from the Moon and Commando Like, back Cody. in the
2: old days, Iron Man used to, like, have to juice up at a in a, in a light socket when he was running out of power nice. and stuff like that. So that was... Anyway... And, oh, I mean, go ahead. So anyway, the Fantastic Four decide that Reed's trying to fix on but he doesn't know what to do with Ben and Ben gets all bent out of shape and he says, <laughs> I'm out of here. I can't yeah. do this. Arumph, he says. So he, he's walking through the streets, I guess, and then he runs into, like, uh... The jeweler, right? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. They like recruit him into the in, back into the mix because they're like, "Oh, you're forgotten and no one cares about you, but we love you," and that's when it gets all weird because he's like, "Oh, you know, you're a king and my and now this is my queen is in my lair because he had taken her hostage yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. to try
3: and get leverage to get the jewel and stuff like that." It's, I don't know. Again, this is one that's a little brokeny here and there.
2: Yeah, but at any rate, you can follow it. Though, but anyway, fun, when yeah. when Ben, I think when Ben sees that that's his girlfriend, that then like he gets pissed off, and it's clobbering time. Yeah, it's clobbering time again.
3: But then she says, "I love you," and then he it counteracts it.
2: Yeah, And then he becomes
3: like he gets normal again, which is like, well, okay. So that what are you all angsty about, you know. Yeah, but he's naturally an angry guy. So I can relate because I'm naturally an angry guy. So
2: then, so you then know? he, so then when he got, goes out and he gets angry again, he turns into the back uh, into
3: the clobbering time guy, and, and then
2: the, he goes back and he goes, Reed, you know, I'm with you, man, you know." And then that, and
3: then oh hey, look, well, we set up these things, so now we're a group. You know.
2: Now we're a group. Right? Yeah. Now Don't we're
3: tell Homeland Security.
2: That's uh, you become a terrorist. Yeah, well, I think they could. T- I think with their powers, they could probably take. You know, uh, but anyway. Everyone.
3: You know. So why are you angsty about it? <laughs>
2: so, so, doc, so 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 you know, moving uh, moving on, skipping some other things. Doctor Doom, his, his heart, now he's, now yeah, he's yeah. got this death ray, and he's going to shoot it at New York. And I think does he tell the Fantastic Four he's going to do it? Or yeah, he does because
3: like he he he, he goads them into coming because he wants to kill them too.
2: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's where
3: th- that that was a little bit of a mix up because that's where he's pulling the powers out of them.
2: Was it? Yeah, or because
3: we, the, what you were thinking about is when they escaped from the compound. Oh, that's right. Because he just, you know, Ben Richards just says, oh, well, I'm done with this, and he just walks through the walls.
2: That's right, that's right. And they, and, easily and, the, first and they had time. the
3: gun. yeah, the guns are there, and then they you're kind right. of burn through you're it. Right, but yeah. But that that was the part where he was like, I didn't believe it's so easy to trap you. You're such an idiot. That's uh, right, you're
2: right, yeah, and, yeah. And then they had him in
3: these glass cases, like, and they were trying to suck the juices out of them. and that's when they escaped. And, of course, like, now this is kind of cool because the the guns this this death ray still goes off and that's when Johnny Storm's like well I'll just catch it and he becomes like a fireball a
2: and human- he's
3: racing him and he or well, a- it
2: becomes an animated human torch
3: right and that's it's kind of cool because he's realizing he can do other things
2: you know yeah, yeah.
3: At first, he starts out just having fire in his hand or yeah, yeah, being yeah, able like the light sneezing stuff, fire yeah, or whatever which is of course that's your learning curve yeah you know so that was kind of neat where they said oh okay this guy's using his head a little bit. Now he's a very brash arrogant character. I'm assuming he's written that way. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah kind of yeah. being like Teenager. Hot shot. Hi, too hot cold for teenager, school. Yeah, yeah, hi, yeah. Hi.
3: so okay. And, you know, they all, all the characters make sense and they fall in line with what I've seen of this Franchise. Somewhat, yeah, and it's not not, not no. totally
2: dissimilar. It's somewhat yeah. somewhat close. Because
3: at first I was like, "Oh no, is this one that's just named it but not?" No,
2: no, yeah. You know? But then there. they
3: once they came back, I was like, "Okay, no, this is."
2: So yeah, weird. that's that's right. I forgot the first time they, the Doctor <laughs> Doom they escape pretty easily. They just get out of there. Yeah, the second just, time he tricks them in there. Yeah. And then, like, Reed is able to get out and destroy it. That's what he uses, it. his leg to kick the machine. That's right, what he kicks the leg. <laughs> it's a cheesy effect, but it is
3: the 90s. They weren't so CG. Yeah, you know. it's, it's,
2: his effects are pretty cheesy, actually. Oh, that's all right. yeah. 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 But then, you know, but then, like, he's fighting Dr. Doom, and Dr. Doom's, like, at the very end, Dr. Doom is, like, he, put, he keeps punching him, and he punches him over the ledge, and he thinks he's yeah. down, but Dr. Doom's, like, hanging there, and he goes... You know, Reed goes to help. He goes, are you going to help me? You know, oh, you're know? So,
3: you so weak. You're Why so you weak. Help me? I'm so when he
2: goes to help him, like, the hand, you know, comes off the armor. And then Dr. Doom falls into the abyss. And Reed's like, oh, well. <laughs> yeah,
3: but that, but I don't think he's dead. Well, no. Because they showed no, his hand, like, kind of moving. Kind of moving. So
2: then, like, last scene is, and this is pretty cheesy. Last scene is the marriage of Reed. And then like, oh, when yeah. they leave off in the car, he's like his hands waving out of the top of uh, the uh, that was pretty steep i didn't I,
3: yeah and that, and that is again this is from the early 90s before things got all dark and brooding these were more like fun movies. Yeah. All the superhero movies had a little bit of action, a little bit of plot line, storyline. They were lines, campy. They were still campy. And they were campy. still campy and funny and fun. They, you they know? did a couple
2: of Captain America movies. They were pretty, they are pretty bad, but campy. There was yeah. the Spider-Man TV show from the 70s. This is
3: one I've wanted to watch and do for the show for quite some time. You gave it to me like three hmm. years ago or two guess, years ago, something like okay. that. You burned it. But then we ended up, I just yanked it off YouTube anyway, which was sad. But, um, you know, I don't know. It's a... It, it is like a, is a lot of
2: these old campy horror uh, uh, superhero movies. That there was one of the spirit uh-huh. for television on that. At the time, you were like, "Oh, they screwed things up," but now you're seeing that all they're doing is polishing it up with uh, CGI. They're still screwing them up. Same kind Except of. Except step- they're doing even stupider things, like taking like characters like the human torch and making him an African American guy now and Well yeah. And yeah, yeah. Or they're 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 changing history of the con- you know, they they're being more PC the gals are games. a bit
3: more plucky and boobalicious too. Yeah the gals are a bit you know, more
2: plucky. Even though Sue the girl who played Sue's pretty good looking. Oh, yeah you know, no no problem. She with had that her.
3: she had that early uh, early nineties sensibility of hotness, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like she, she the, the people that play the characters in this movie some look somewhat like their comic book counterparts, and they did a
3: good job, I thought. I, they, were okay. I didn't, they were okay. I didn't dislike this movie. I'll tell you straight up, I give it like a I, six and a half
2: to seven. I, I'm going to go with the six. I didn't. I didn't dislike it. I mean, at the time when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh my god, this is horrible." But now that I watched it again, I go. Man. After all these years, it's not as bad as it's I thought as it was. It's not as bad as you worse. would think. I've it's, seen worse.
3: Because, like, uh, going into it, I go, okay. And, and
2: that's how you realize that things aren't as bad as they were because <laughs> when you start seeing worse, then you go, this isn't as bad as I thought it was because <laughs> well, I've seen worse now. Plus,
3: going into it, I'm like, okay, Corman, I like him, but most people yeah, don't, yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. Cheeseball, never got released. That means Marvel sued them into not, like, releasing it, you know.
2: Something that's my I That about.
3: was my brain thinking that. I was like, this is going to be tragedy, and That's I watched it, right. I was like, this is a fine movie.
2: I thought that this movie was released as a as an additional feature in one of the FF DVDs, but it's not. It's not, not. Yeah. Well, I don't think it is, anyway. I mean, I don't own them, so... <laughs> so,
3: we're doing a movie that wasn't released, but you can find it
2: easily without... On. Yeah, easily. It's on... Just, just type in Fantastic Four 1994 on, on, uh, on yeah, YouTube, on YouTube it's, it's out here. there. And it's watch. It's very watchable. Track of the Vampire, not on YouTube, so... Uh. If
3: you're, um... So if you're like a completist like King Don, he almost has to go out and watch this now,
2: right? I think he might have already. I don't <clears> know.
3: Yeah. See, we're late to the we're late to the party.
2: Well, no. in fact, when I see him <laughs> next time I see him, I'll talk to him about it. All right. You know. Cool. Well, and we'll, that's and we'll just make an episode of Two Dimension Convo podcast <laughs> about the Fantastic Four movie. We'll talk Why about it again because I really you're like hey I did I the really work, man. Why not? To, you
3: know. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this week. My name is Mal. With me as always.
2: Dr. Morbius. And
3: thanks for listening. Um, You know, we'll be back next week with more fun and excitement for your ear holes. And where's the stop button? Here it is.